Welcome to The Milking Parlor, a podcast for dairy industry professionals. This episode of The Milking Parlor is sponsored by Novus International for better health and better nutrition. Find out more at dairybalance.com. It was a much more upbeat mood than in the past few years in Madison, Wisconsin earlier this month for World Dairy Expo, the premier event for the dairy industry. And with an improving farm economy, the more than 65,000 attendees, including 2,468 from 87 countries outside of the U.S., those at World Dairy Expo could focus on improving their profitability. And the Expo's sales manager, John Rosam, says that was good news for the 770 companies from 26 countries represented at this year's show, including the 135 first-time exhibitors. We're seeing a lot of optimism out there, uh, both on the company side and the producers, and that's a good thing. You know, the last couple of years they've come out, they've looked, they've they've done some shopping, and now uh, both on the commercial side and and the producers are a little more optimistic that they might be able to start taking taking advantage of some of those new products and new technology. You know, with the economy looking a little bit better and and optimism being a little higher. Uh, we get a few more folks out here, and, and this beautiful weather doesn't hurt either. It's kind of nice to make the trip to Wisconsin when it's 70 degrees in October. And there's some fascinating stories of those folks that travel around the world to come to the Expo, and, and we welcome them with open arms. It's great to have them come out here where they can see the entire world of dairy in one location. We're glad that they've decided to make us home. Increasing the bottom line for producers was a recurring theme among exhibitors, especially reducing their feed cost. Dr. Lance Fox, Alpharma's Director of Technical Services, talked about precision feeding using an ionophore to optimize feed efficiency. If we take a pound of corn as an example, and if that's running six to eight cents per pound, the ionophore at about 300 milligrams per head per day is three cents per head per day. And so you've got a nice return on investment when you can replace a pound of that corn in the diet. And that's essentially what all the data suggests historically, and that held true in some of this new research. So pretty nice return, over two to one. And speaking of feeding, the senior manager of technology for Arm & Hammer Animal Nutrition, Dr. Elliot Block, was able to explain how producers could improve their income over feed cost ratio by raising components such as milk fat. It's not just the milk production, mm-hmm. especially today where milk fat is almost equal to milk protein in price, uh, which we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You get a 0.1 change in, uh, in milk fat. Without changing volume, that's a, a fairly large increase in income per hundred weight of milk. And the way you get there is by maybe adding 10 cents or 20 cents to the diet. Meanwhile, proving that sometimes less can be more, our friends at Novus International sponsored a seminar for producers about how lower protein rations could increase their bottom line and help the environment at the same time. Research by Dr. Larry Chase with Cornell University indicates the traditional 18% crude protein dairy diet can be lowered. We learned in the herds that are well managed with minimal variation, we can move this down lower than a lot of us thought we could probably move it down. And so we can get uh, significant improvements in efficiency and profitability. Practically, I think a lot of herds can get down towards 16% or slightly under. Because biologically, if at the tissue level, what you really need are amino acids as the building blocks for maintenance, growth, lactation, reproduction. So protein's how we get the amino acids, so we really need amino acids, not protein per se. I think the most critical reason for dairy producers is to improve their profitability, number one. And then secondly, it does lower the excretion of the environment. But I think the profitability is probably the biggest reason dairymen would be interested. 
Keeping herds healthy was also a big part of the expo's overall theme of improving profitability. Novartis Animal Health Director of Veterinary Services, Dr. Doug Schultz, says keeping animals as free of disease as possible can really help a producer's bottom line. Obviously, if, if uh, animals are ill, you know, they're not producing to their maximum potential. And certainly if we have instances or diseases like respiratory disease or scours in young calves where we actually have mortality in those animals, certainly, you know, that's a that's an economic drain on the dairy. You know, even though we've, we've been through some, you know, tougher economic times than we're used to for the last uh you know, two to three years. Most producers will still continue to keep herd health kind of on the top of their list of things that they just can't give up on. And Dave Hartford, dairy operations manager of the award-winning Oak Ridge Baller Farm in Connecticut, is one producer who swears by a good vaccination program. We have a, a, a pretty full vaccination program. We're close to 3,700 head of cattle all within about a mile radius. And I've always felt that without good vaccines, we would not be able to keep that many cattle in that close quarters. Pneumonia, BVD, some of the things we vaccinate for, I'm sure, would certainly come up. As far as the scours in our calf operation, we've been involved for a number of years with a product called Scour Boss. It's marketed through Novartis. We've been using it about 12 years. We vaccinate the mothers uh, before they calve, and the immunity for scours comes through their colostrum. We just have general common sense animal husbandry things that work good for us. Because reproduction is a key factor for the profitability of dairy operations, the Dairy Cattle Reproduction Council was formed a few years ago to help improve fertility in the industry. Dr. Andy Skidmore was sharing plow animal health serves as a secretary for the group. It's a joint effort among all the different parties that are that are involved and that are concerned with the well the fertility in dairy cattle and trying to pool those resources together to try and improve the fertility of dairy cattle on dairy farms. Well, we have an annual meeting once a year where it's a day and a half uh, program that is tried to gear towards producers as well as veterinarians, but to get to that applied aspect that what can I do in the next 12 months to improve the fertility on my farm? Or how can I help my clients' farms improve their fertility? The council has a National Dairy Reproduction Award program to honor dairy producers who have successfully implemented management procedures and achieved high reproductive efficiency. Those awards will be presented at the annual meeting November 11th through 12th in St. Paul. Thanks to all of our sponsors who helped us bring this year's World Dairy Expo to you. We're already looking forward to next year's event. And thanks again to Novus International for sponsoring this episode of The Milking Parlor. Find out more about better health and better nutrition for your dairy cows at dairybalance.com. Thanks for joining us today in The Milking Parlor, a Zimcom podcast.